You're listening to Soulmates in Business, the podcast that helps purpose-driven couples to grow a successful business and thrive in their relationship. Join the community at soulmatesinbusiness.com. Now, please welcome your hosts, long-time married entrepreneurs, Sarah and Scott Butler. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for tuning back into the Soulmates in Business podcast. We're Sarah and Scott. Hello. And today's episode is a great episode around money mindset. And we're really excited about this episode and there's lots to to go into detail. But for the purpose of this episode, we are going to talk about how and when we started to explore our money mindset and how that transformed our finances. So the takeaways from this episode, we hope that after listening that you'll get an understanding of how changing your money mindset is really powerful and it can really bring positive change. And it can be challenging at first, especially when your financial reality looks a little bit different to what you want it to be. But greater awareness is liberating and it can help propel you forward together in your business and your life. So yeah, we've chosen this topic today because we feel that it's really important to get real about uh, the money conversation, especially as a couple, because your history around money and growing up will be a lot different to each other. Well, it might not be, but in most cases it is. And if not, you'll still have those uh, subconscious thoughts and limiting beliefs around money. And it's important to, to face these as a couple in business because financial stress and woes is so debilitating for any marriage. Like often statistics show that, you know, majority of divorces end because of financial stress. Mm, and I think that's something we're all aware of, isn't it? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So when two minds are subconsciously sending those mixed messages around your money and you're running this business together, it can get really frustrating because it creates a lot of stress on your business, which then you know, feeds into your relationship and vice versa. And you also don't realize how much you're stopping that abundance and goodness in your life when you're in this place. And so um, when you move forward together, you're so much more stronger and powerful in business and life. Yeah. So what is money mindset? That's probably a really good starting point because some people might be going, what? So money mindset is the attitude and thoughts you have around anything related to money. So some of your thoughts are conscious, so those obvious thoughts, the way that you talk about money and those subconscious thoughts, which are not so obvious to yourself. Mm, yeah. But they usually come out in your actions. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, And these conscious and subconscious thoughts can impact your everyday financial decisions. And as I mentioned at the start, this is a favorite topic of ours because we still just love talking about money and we're continually filtering through our own money mindset and we haven't there's no arrival place with this mm, we've it's got a, a lot to break through i think yeah <laughs> it's still a journey um but as we said for the purpose of time we're just going to share what actually caused us to make that initial change and shift to our money mindset and how it looked back in the day mm. yeah so i think um we had a very feast and famine mentality, money mindset. So what that meant was that there'd be times in our business where we'd have sales would be great, we'd have a lot of money and then things would tighten up and it would be what we would call feast and famine. So it'd be the famine times. And 
we kind of just accepted that as a normal way of living, a normal way of doing things. This is what's going to happen. This is the way we work is like feast and famine. So in the feast, we'll be bigging up the business and we'll be buying a new car. (laughs) And um, in the famine, it'll just be the opposite. We'd go into like scarcity mode and we'd try and cut expenses and, and just it would be like stressful stressful so frustrating and that scarcity and and then having lots of money was just sort of was normal i think we just accepted that like that was a normal part of running a business like ours that we didn't like it obviously but we kind of thought well there's nothing we can do about it but it also looked like back then like we had heaps of plans and action plans and everything in place but it still felt so limiting. It was nothing was changing, even though we did have a really good grasp around the money figures and what it looked like. It was like that's why we were so frustrated because I don't understand like why it's, we've got these plans in place and everything, but we still feel like we're scraping the barrel some mm. days. Yeah. yeah. And so what brought on that awareness and caused us to change was around that 10-year mark in business. I think we'd hit a point where it was just like, surely we need to be pushing through some glass ceiling right now and move through. But we had also at that point in our business had got into way too much debt, which was super stressful mm-hmm. and a worry. And um, we didn't know what we were going to do about that. Like it was... Yeah, we felt we felt pretty hopeless. Um, I know from my point of view, I was just so stressed and just felt, oh, I just wanted to give it all up because it wasn't going anywhere. Um, and I just felt that I couldn't really see much of a way out. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's so hard when you're in that place of shocking debt and you just so stressful um, being married and in business because it was just all consuming. It was just smothered us. And that was around the time where we did get a business coach. So that was our lifeline. We literally just threw it out there and made one last financial investment into this business coach because we were like... That was the thing, I think. It was <laughs> just like, we, it, was, it was funny because we were in, a, a, in the midst of a lot of debt. But the first conversation we had with this coach was kind of around, well, what, what you're doing at the moment isn't working for you something's got to change your mindset's got to change things have got to change that's ten thousand dollars please <laughs> and we we were just like call. what the but like we just we were right i just thought this is all or nothing we got to do this we gotta pay this money because it's lo- almost like saying to ourselves that things do have to change and here is a step towards the change by paying this large amount of money hmm. yeah so that was we did it. I remember that call actually. We were on, we we're looking at each other, weren't we? Going, Oh my god, do we do this? So risky, but obviously, we're really glad that we did. And I didn't know what to expect from that business coach experience, but I was so surprised that some of the first questions that he got us to really think about were these questions, which I'm going to read out for our listener so they can soak it up and go, Well, they're pretty deep. So, the questions that we were asked were. The reasons I believe I can't achieve financial success is because I think I am, fill in the blanks. The reasons I believe I don't have the financial success I want is because I am, fill in the blanks. 
The reasons I believe I'll never have enough financial success is that I think I am fill in the blanks. And I just did not expect to be confronted with these questions around money. Like I just thought he was going to give us tips and advice and plans on how to actually make the business work, not delve deep into my crevices of the inside of my life where I feel really... You didn't want to go really... I know because it was really confronting because when I answered those questions, a lot of these, you know, this was sort of the working out the practicalities of of these questions was actually really spending time and I remember the kids were in bed and I sat with a cup of tea and I went, right, I really need to think and delve into my brain why, what are my beliefs around this? And so, and I'm sure some of the listeners might relate to my answers and yours, and a lot of the reasons why I felt that I didn't believe I could have any of these things were I'm not smart enough, I'm too scared, I'm going to mess it up, I've made some bad choices in the past around money, which was all linked to our sort of feast and famine, like we haven't managed money well, I'm too afraid that if we did have too much money, I would screw it all up. So even having money was a scary thought and I was yeah. subconsciously blocking it because yeah. I was scared. And you had your own Yeah, and I, mine, mine was a completely different set of issues. <laughs> mine were, I didn't grow up in a financially successful family um, and therefore I didn't have the correct education to deal with money and how to invest it and all that. Um, I, didn't, I don't feel I didn't have the right skills. I don't know the right people. Like I kind of felt, oh yeah, I'm just not in the right networks to be earning lots and lots of money. Mm. And then I felt that um, I always felt that I was trapped because I needed more money to invest into the business to make it bigger. And I never had that. So it's like, where am I going to go with this? I can't go anywhere. Mm. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it was like, well, I just can't be bothered. Like it's all too much. So I just keep treading the path that I'm on. Mm. We'll stick your head in the sand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was really one very practical working out of really discovering our money mindset, uh, which was super confronting. But the next big thing that we did was have a conversation around our childhood and how our parents influenced us, either positively or negatively, around money. So we've been together by that stage. Well, we're married for nearly 20 years. And so obviously we know each other's upbringing really, really well. But it was so good to have these conversations where we sat down quietly and we dedicated a time just to really talk about family upbringing and Scott shared me shared with me stories that I didn't even know had gone on and and I shared my experience from my family and this conversation was such a gracious conversation because it really helped us understand each other's limiting beliefs so rather than going well it's your fault we're in this situation because of you it helped us really understand compassionately well I can understand now why you have these limiting beliefs we've all grown up with you know things I mean our listeners will relate to this as well I didn't always hear a lot of this but I did there's all those statements you know that we heard growing up like I'm not made of parents saying I'm not made of money money doesn't grow on trees Money doesn't make the world go round. Money doesn't bring happiness, all that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And the love of money is the root of all evil. 
And then things like constantly hearing comments, gosh, that's expensive. Can't afford that. (laughs) Oh, so it's just hilarious. And um, it's so funny that I've never said those things to my children now. We're conscious of it. Yeah, Mm because I've never. And so recognising core beliefs and really is what underpins all of these money blockages. And Mm -hmm. most of them obviously were fear of failure and fear of success. Once we had just these conversations, which was like literally shining a light on a dark, dusty cupboard in our soul and being and spirit, it was like, oh, gosh, it was so more recognisable when these thoughts started to come up because now they're in the light, you recognise it so much more. And once we recognise those core beliefs, we could say it to ourselves, to each other, well, that's no longer my core belief or my truth. We're changing the path of our own destiny around money and creating our own our own beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. And as you mentioned, like shifting that focus of the negative, Mm. like where you felt quite, you know, that was the main the main thing I think about um, having a negative money mindset Mm. Um, and that being so limiting. Because as soon as you change to a positive mindset, that's when you can recognize opportunities and um, like see see things that you wouldn't see if you were of a negative mindset. Mm, that's right. It's so true about that too. It was just this whole shifting from the negative to the positive created this much more opening around, oh, so – we can, we do have power to overcome this situation that we're in with our money. We are no longer limited to this and that or, you know, blaming the current financial crises or whatever's going on in the world. It's like we actually have control over this. Yeah, that's yeah. the big thing I think is a lot of um, a lot of those negative mindsets are based around not being in control about it all being out of my control. I can't control the economy. I can't control my customers. I can't control this, that, and the other. And as soon as you're doing that, it's like you're you're not going to do anything about it because you think you can't control it. But as soon as you bring it back onto yourself, it's like, no, I can make those changes in my business because I'm taking responsibility. And it's having that that mindset around taking the responsibility and knowing that you, what you're, what you can do, can make change, yeah. can make changes. So how this practically worked out too is, obviously, there's the shift. It's so powerful when you do have this shift in in your attitude and your mindset around money because you behave differently. So we started to behave differently. We started to speak more positively, like Scott was saying, and then being really grateful for the smallest change. So. We were in a really, really tricky spot because we had a shocking amount of debt. And so we were obviously highly anxious about that, but we had to, we knew that we could had control of it. We wanted to get back in control of our money. And so every little positive shift that we could see, whether it was more orders and sales for that week or paying off more off the credit card or being able to balance a supplier's debt we would we would celebrate 
those moments. Yeah. And yeah, focusing on the positive um, was um, essential. I think mm. it's like that kind of that gratitude thing that um, people talk about is like start the day with by giving thanks for the good things in your life, and that sets you up for the day. Mm. And and it was the same with with the money. Like we had a really good sales week so let's celebrate that look at that we've um, achieved that we've paid off that supplier now let's celebrate that mm. and we're also celebrating the unseen so it was like well we're grateful that we're going to get through this and mm. we, we we're getting a greater perspective on our money and more wisdom is coming and we can see that and it was celebrating the seen and the unseen and reading um, some practical books around money mindset and transformation we just ended up soaking up so much of that around that time because it really was so eye-opening that I was like oh where can I read more about this I came across um, Denise Duffield Thomas's books as well around money mindset which I love and I still love her work I've read a couple of her books now and I remember we watched The Secret which was on Netflix, yeah, and around the law of attraction, it was like, oh wow. Like, I mean, we, I guess we'd have already had a concept around that, but it re- that kind of, I mean, that the law of attraction kind of thing is does is part of a money mindset. It's it is just changing your mindset to be positive, and when you do that, you start to see openings that yeah. you wouldn't see if you had the opposite mindset. So. And when they say where focus goes, energy flows. And so we were really honed in. Like we were like rabid dogs. <laughs> That's probably not quite a good example. But going after them. <laughs> That's a terrible example. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So another really good book that I found really helpful was written, I think, nearly a hundred years ago, and it's called "Think and Grow Rich" by Napoleon Hill. That had um, just uh, that was kind of around the law of attraction type of stuff, but it was just about feeding your mind with positive thoughts and absorbing it and journaling it. And I still got my journal, and I um, often go through it and just read out these statements about me and about having lots of money and being successful in my business and all of these kind of things. Mm-hmm. And they've they've made such a big difference. Another really, um, just, we did read The Barefoot Investor. That yeah. was a very good practical. That's good practical yeah. advice on like, if you just don't know where to go, that's really good advice on step-by-step kind of thing on to get yourself going, I think. Yeah. And I think this whole experience of, is very empowering, but it's also really humbling because I reckon we did get to a stage where we could actually admit, you know what, we got no clue what we're doing with our money sometimes and we actually need to get some practical advice. Like where can we – so we got that a lot through the coaching and um, we got that a lot through our accountant who was amazing and still is amazing and it really is going – we don't actually know all the answers to this. We And when you go into a business together, like you don't realise all of these skills that you need to have. Like, And managing money is one of them. And I, let's be honest, like I was never taught to probably manage money really well. And no. it's not something that's taught at school unless you're really geared towards learning to be an accountant or something. 
And even then, I think accountants... Apart from our accountants. ...don't know how to... <laughs> yeah. Some accountants still don't have a good money mindset, you know, so it's like, doesn't, doesn't just mean that, but... Um, but like you said about mentioned education there, that's uh, something the Barefoot Investor, Scott Pape, is really um, trying to push now in schools about getting a good money education from the start. His is much around like not getting into debt from like the word go, which is what our banks want us to do. Mm. And um, and it's because we're not educated in that. So it's... Um, that's a really positive step, I think, at the moment in education in schools. Yeah. So this has been a really great journey for us, which we're still on. But the results over a 12-month period from us changing that initial mindset shift and getting some practical coaching and really working hard. So everything requires action. It's not like we sat around meditating and just going law of attraction, God, just drop all this money in our lap and make everything all right we actually really had to get down and dirty in the business and make lots of changes and work super hard with a great money mindset and um, that whole shift helped us pay off seventy thousand dollars in debt over 12 months which we uh, obviously are amazed by and we can see the power and the testimony in how changing your money mindset can really make a massive difference and that was a beginning of so much more change like that was the beginning and i just want to say it wasn't like instant we had this coach we employed this coach and um you know six seven months down the line we were still trying to change and that's when we were that in that much debt and it was just so stressful and it's just like we had to slowly pull ourselves out day by day and um, so it's not an instant effect. That's I don't right, think. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it wasn't like it just landed in our lap. No, no one bailed no. us out. We no. didn't call on anyone to help us because we no one could really give us $70,000. It was really that we had to make the move and make the progress ourselves. So, yeah, so hopefully that that's something that our listener can really listen and get inspired by. And it really just opens up so much more for us. It was the beginning of then deciding how can we move to the beach and start living the, the dream life that we want because when you start having this greater awareness around your limiting mindset which was oh we can't move to the beach we can never do that or at least we'll do it maybe one day it was like well hold on a sec we've just had this huge transformation around our mindset around money what's stopping us from making this move to where we really want to be so for our listeners Scott I was thinking like a really how can we really recommend them? What can we recommend to start this whole journey? And I reckon one of the most powerful things we did was actually sitting down and having lots of conversations together with no judgment, just with that grace and compassion to share around our fears around money, our upbringing around money, and what our thoughts were, like down to like childhood thoughts around um, money. It's a lot to do with uh, where we are now and where we want to be. How what we're thinking about money now and how we'd like to think about money. And I think that's what um, the process we went through, wasn't it? Yeah. So listeners, what we would love you to do as a couple is to schedule some time together. So have a dinner date or book in a quiet time or tuck the kids in bed. Don't put Netflix on. Sit down and just really have this conversation about your upbringing 
And you might think that you already know lots about each other, but I was really surprised to learn some funny little things that just childhood innocent things. But, you know, like we all have them, don't we? Just mm-hmm. yeah. So that's a really good starting point to talk about those things that you remember, the fears, the concerns you have around money and where you want to be. Like who do you see yourselves like in two years' time, in five years' time? And what does money look like in your life around then? Yeah. So I think we can finish up on this episode because, like I said, we could keep going on and talking about this for hours. I think we'll be coming back to this topic quite a a bit over the coming months. Yeah. I think next time we can talk a lot about, well, how do you constantly live out this money mindset? You know, how does it look like at a day-to-day thing? Where are we now, like? How many years on? Five, four years on from that initial eye-opening experience and around changing our money mindset. So what strategies do we put in place now? And um, so we'll share about that another time. So, yeah, we'll probably tune out now and say thanks, guys. Yeah, we'd love to connect with you. Um, Our uh, website, soulmatesinbusiness.com. And uh, send either or, and you can send us an email hello at soulmatesinbusiness.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, uh, you can we're on you. Facebook and Instagram yeah. too at Soulmates in Business. Cool, thanks guys. All right, cheers. Bye. Bye.